welcome to Stream Screams and Memes. I'm Mesa. And I'm Drew. Yes. Today we're taking a bite out of Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holt, and Voldemort. Yes. We watched uh, The Menu. Indeed. It's streaming on HBO Max or HBO Go. Don't know what it's called right now. Yep. But uh, yeah, we watched it the other day. Um, if you guys haven't seen trailers for it or anything like that... Um, Essentially, Nicholas Holt and Anya Taylor-Joy. Is it Anya or Anya? Anya? Anya, Anya? What did I say? Anya. I think you said Anya. Anya? Anya Taylor-Joy and Nicholas Holt. Um, they are a couple that goes to this exclusive um, dine, not diner, restaurant. Dining experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Dining experience. They go to this yeah. exclusive dining experience. The tickets are, you know, astronomical. It's a real, you know, who's who of who's invited and who goes. Yeah. Only the, you know, the biggest foodies and biggest... Uh, critics. Critics, yeah. Um, the richest people. Only 12 people get to go to this experience at a time. Lost my entire train of thought. Yes. Yes. So it's very exclusive, very uptight, um, upscale. And uh, as they are dining there... Um, they are um, hosted by Lord Voldemort himself. Yes. Um, he casts some spells at Nicholas Holt and Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> and eventually they all um, get the one spell where they're like a pickle the whole time. There's... Avacadabra! Fun fact, Drew has never seen the entire Harry Potter series. Harry Potter's lame and you're lame for liking Harry Potter. So... Long story short, um, they discover something is a little bit more afoot with this restaurant. Um, not everything is as it seems. And um, yeah, you get to see kind of Annie Taylor-Joy's, uh, you know, discovery that things are amiss. Her discovery of like what's going on in the restaurant. There's deeper meaning behind everything. And, and yeah. Yeah, not only was there something more going on with the restaurant itself, there's something more going on with pretty much each character, yeah. each set of, like, tables that was in this movie, which I do, I kind of wish we dove deeper into, like, each guest yes. that was there. Because you get, um, there's probably close to, like, 12 other guests, not including the two leads that we just mentioned earlier. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like Mesa said, everybody's there for a reason. Um, the head chef uh, has, I don't want to say dirt, but dirt or a reason for them to be there. They've sort of done something in their lives um, that maybe wasn't the best thing in the world. And the chef is uh, essentially going to punish them. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it uh, takes you through this um, a little bit of a roller coaster of, um, of you know, there's always that sense that something is off the entire time, whether it's yeah. the main chef's speech, um, how he interacts with some of the other chefs, um, how he interacts with some of the other guests, and you definitely know something is um, something is going on behind the scenes. And um, I like when they give the little um, the the drop of the shoe or the drop of the other shoe, however that expression goes. Yeah. When the shoe drops. The shoe, all the shoes. I think Anya Taylor-Joy especially does a really good job. Her character, I guess, does a really good job seeing that there's something there's something wrong here. She's first of all, doesn't specifically fit in. She's on a date with Nicholas Holt. I don't mm -hmm. remember if you said that, yep. but that's who she's specifically with. And she kind of is like questioning him the entire time. Like, yeah. 
Okay, this is this is why we're here. This is what we're here for. This is this is just the whole shtick. Yeah. And, um and it definitely seems um like it's a new relationship. Yeah. Um oh, yeah. you can tell that like they haven't been together for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, she smokes throughout the entire thing, and he's like a big food snob. Mm -hmm. So the entire time, he's like ragging on her for smoking because it's going to ruin her palate. And she's uh, and he's like getting mad at her for not knowing like certain terminology when it yeah. comes to like food or not preparation. appreciating the food. She doesn't appreciate the taste or yeah. the texture. And they're eating sometimes pretty gross shit that yeah. like you know a, seaweed. A layman like... as myself would not probably partake in. Yeah. And um, he's like, it's not about the taste; it's about the experience. Experience. And uh, the chef puts on, like, a giant um, theme for every one of his meals that he cooks. And it's, mm -hmm. like, a 12-course meal or something like that. They yeah. start eating at, like, 8 or 7 or 8 p.m. And then they don't finish until, I think, they quoted 4 a.m. Because it's just course after course of just this big elaborate theme. And Nicholas yeah. Holt keeps preaching, you know, if it doesn't make sense now, it's part of the giant theme at the end. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to specifically eat each course because each course goes together and it's going to... Paint a giant picture. Yeah, yeah. And um, probably going to dive into spoiler territory at oh, this yeah. point. So we gave you the quick little soft sell of it. Now we can maybe dive in a little bit more into it. Get out now, go watch it, and then come back. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's eventually revealed that uh, Nicholas Holt brought um, Anya Taylor-Joy's character in, um, and that was literally their first date. She was a lady of the evening, and he hired her to accompany him um, to this date, knowing that uh, whoever he brought was going to, going to die in the end, because that's the chef's ultimate big, beautiful painting picture is that yeah. everybody dies. He dies, his staff dies... Um, every, you know, customer dies, everybody, everybody on the island, um, dies. That's the end theme for his entire, entire meal. Yeah. And, um, like I said, when, uh, when they give that twist and he's just like, yep, I'm going to die. They're going to die. Everybody's yeah. going to die. That's, it's pretty trippy. And it definitely, uh, definitely adds tension to the, uh, to the entire movie at yeah. that point. I think Nicholas Holtz character i don't even remember his name at this I don't point remember but either. his character honestly is the best character in my opinion in the entire movie and i oh, kind of yeah. wish they would have kept him a little bit longer he dies probably halfway through the movie like right halfway through yeah i'd say about halfway three-fourths of the way in yeah and he the entire time he's like trying to suck up to head chef and he's very much trying to like absolutely be i don't i don't even know how to explain it he's like very on edge the entire yeah. time but also is like snapping at anya taylor joy when she says anything bad about anything yeah he his character is my favorite part of the entire movie and i kind of wish like i said we got more from the other characters even in my opinion, I don't think it's anything wrong with the actors. I just don't think the writing was there, and I don't think they meant to give back give back around on any of the other characters. Yeah, minimal. Meh. Yeah, they wanted um, it to be shallow at yeah. best. What's his name? Uh, John Leguizamo. Yeah, we're back, baby. Two movies, one year. Big year for John Leguizamo. <laughs> John Leguizamo is kind of a random, like kind of washed up movie, movie star. star. Yeah. He, you kind of get the feeling eventually that he's on the downside of his career. Absolutely. He's he's with a, 
a date or I think he ends up being with his assistant. Yeah, right? that's like his assistant or manager or something yeah. like that. His agent. Yeah, and he pretty consistently throughout the entire movie, like if anybody says his name specifically, he's like, see, they still recognize me. They still know who I am. They still, they know me. Like yeah. he's very clearly an actor, but not not getting like, any bulls anymore yeah i think it eventually gets revealed that he's pitching like a uh travel channel type yeah. deal where he goes around the world eating different cuisine and that's the whole reason why they're there so yeah yeah i think he is the only one that does get fleshed out as far as like yeah. the extras go and there's a movie or not a movie a food critic that's there as well you get you touch a little bit on her and her past and yeah. stuff there's a couple of i think either cops or detectives that are there that are we know something about the fact that they're like embezzling money but that's about it that's all we know about them we never get any further into them but it's they're three really kind of asshole again either cops or detectives in I, the corner i think they're more like wall street bros because i think it gets revealed at oh. some point that yeah i think they're wall street bros um it gets kind of revealed that they were embezzling from the guy that actually owns the island and owns the restaurant because the chef doesn't actually own it he has like a know second party co-financer or something like mm -hmm. that and they're actually stealing money from him which is why they were brought to the island see i don't even know see, i don't know there's a i pay attention sometimes guys there's a couple like an older couple that apparently has been coming here consistently like for anybody else in the world this yeah. is supposed to be basically a once in a lifetime thing and they're on trip number 12 or yeah we find like out that. that this is like an annual thing for them and that's what the chef's problem is which the more that I thought about it, I think one of my biggest gripes with this movie was the reasoning for why all of these people yeah. are here. It, it's kind of a letdown. You you get this buildup about the fact that the chef has like handpicked all of these people because they are gonna die. They're gonna die for a reason. He knows what that reason is and he went out of his way to hand select these people. But the reasonings suck. Pretty, pretty mediocre. Honestly. Like again, John Leguizamo, he's there because the chef <laughs> didn't like one of his movies. It was funny but, though. That was a good reason. I, I mean, it was it's dumb in the grand. Eh. You know, if we're taking this movie seriously, it was dumb. But um, that being the little, you know, thrill. He was like, it's my eh. only, my only day off for the entire week, and I watched one of your shit films, and that's why you're here, and you're gonna die. That's yeah. funny. That's funny as hell to me. But. Again, if the rest of them were like a solid reasoning, I probably would have liked that because it is, it's funny. But again, the, the older couple was just there because they've been there so many times and he just felt it was offensive. Yeah. Yeah. The, again, the cops or Wall, Wall Street, Street guys. Bros. I don't know why she keeps saying cops, but they're 100%. They no, they were not. They were 100% <laughs> Wall Street bros. There were no hints at all that they were indicated towards Whatever. cops or law enforcement. 100% Wall Street guys. They were just there for, again... What we just said. Cannon uh, fire. They were there to get killed and just be extra, extra pieces yeah. in the puzzle. The really. critics were there because they wrote a bad She wrote bad review reviews or something. on a lot of the neighboring oh. and other restaurants, which caused those restaurants to go out of business. So the chef was punishing her for that. Mediocre. Yeah. Mediocre reasons. It was. It really was. Um, the Again, the amount of buildup that we had about him picking these people for a specific reason and those were the reasons yeah mediocre um performances were all pretty solid across the board as far as yeah. the leads go um nicholas holt did great yeah. anya taylor joy did great ralph finney fine 
Phineas, Phineas, Lord Voldemort, that Lord guy. Lord Voldemort. Um, he did really well as well. Um, uh, kind of piggybacking off what Mesa said, I think the breakout for me was at least Nicholas Holt. He did fantastic. He mm -hmm. he definitely walked that edge between um, obsessive and psychotic yeah. uh, when it came to both food and the chef himself. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy did great too. Um, yeah. I do kind of wish the, almost the roles were reversed and Nicholas Holt was the lead and she was the, you know, co-lead, but... yeah. It is what it is. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy is such a wonderful actor. She's she really is. So she's talented. great in everything. She's great in everything she's ever been in that I've seen at least so Absolutely. far. Absolutely. And um, she, I think her character was a little bit lacking for her amount of talent. Her yeah. character in this movie, a little bit lacking. It could have been better. Yeah, 100% could have been better. Um, eventually, you know, you get through the plot. I think it's uh, it's under two hours, right? It's an hour 45, something like I think that. think so, yeah. yeah. Pretty quick movie. Good pacing. Really good pacing. Yep. Pretty good pacing. Um, you're never really stagnant at any point. Mm -hmm. You're either constantly learning something, you're getting shown something that's interesting. Uh, visuals I thought were uh, pretty pleasant. While mm -hmm. this is a movie about, you know, creating food that is pleasant to the eye, all the dishes looked really cool and intriguing. Every time they sat down a plate, you get this really nice wide shot of yeah. the plate so you can kind of dive in with your own eyes before they gave you the cool and tasty, you know, close-ups. Mm -hmm. So um, you're always, you know, looking at something new yeah. that you've maybe never seen before, and it's With pretty cool. the foods themselves, I thought it was really cool that they added in actual, like, a description, a written out or typed out description in the corner of the screen did, yeah. for you to see, and kind of throughout the entire... Out all the different pieces in the dish. Yeah, but throughout the entire movie, they get a little bit more wacky, because yeah. you eventually kind of see... Um, I'm trying to think of a specific example of like what what a description was. Um, so, in one of the dishes, um, it's revealed that the chef came on to one of his co-chefs or the main chef, Lord Voldemort, tried um, accosting one of the protege chefs, and she denied him, and he tried to force himself on her, and mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. kind of pushed away again. So the dish, I don't remember what it was called, but it was essentially the punishment for the main chef so yeah. she got to stab him in the leg with like a corkscrew or something like that and that was the dish was getting to see him getting stabbed so um i think they they had a big funny name for it and then yeah. it, when it said ingredients it said like corkscrew chef's leg or something like that. yeah so they they start off very typical and very obvious that we're just explaining the food and yeah. later on they just get a little bit more unhinged kind it, of gets each a little zany. item so i thought that was fun yeah and um kind of Big spoiler, I guess, for the ending of the movie. At the end, he eventually turns everybody into a human s'more, um, covers everybody in chocolate, puts marshmallows yeah. all over the places, and then lights it in oil and such, and then lights the entire restaurant on fire, and that's how it ends up ending, with the final girl being Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah. And she tricks him and uh, befriends him. It's kind of a, a balance between tricking and befriending throughout the entire movie. Um, the chef kind of knows that she's not, you know your typical snob or your typical bad person. She wasn't even intended to be here tonight. And he makes yeah. that a point from the get-go. She's yeah. not supposed to be here. And you kind of think at the beginning, like, he's almost like, you know, like being a snob to her or something along those lines. Like, she's not good enough to be at this restaurant. But it's eventually revealed she's not guilty of anything, so he doesn't really want to kill her. Yeah. So she cor or He corners her in the bathroom at some point. She, like, runs off to go to the bathroom just trying to get away from everything at some point and he ends up cornering her and is like
basically interrogating her. Yeah. Like, why are you here? Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? And you're right. It sounds almost like he's berating her, but yeah. then he kind of ends it with, you're not supposed to be here. You are not supposed to be yeah. here. And that's kind of when we first start to realize, like, there is a reason every single person is here. Yeah. So, um, like I said, throughout the movie, um, they go kind of back and forth where she earns his trust and then you know, a couple minutes later, breaks it, trying to escape. Mm -hmm. He trusts her again, kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. Um, he makes uh, makes a point to say at some point during the movie that um, he lost his passion for cooking. He's no longer cooking to cooking out of love and cooking for somebody. He's cooking out of necessity and to yeah. be perfect. Um, which, you know, it kind of hits home to everybody. Sometimes your hobbies don't turn into a hobby anymore when you're just trying to chase that passion. Reignite that spark, guys. Find that passion and find it's that capitalism. love. Find that passion. Find that love, guys. Um, so at the end, she, um, kind of convinces him to make something out of passion, out of love. So doing that kind of re-sparks, you know, his, his love for cooking and love for the culinary art, so to speak. And, um... That ended up being her saving grace. She cooked, or he cooked her a uh, cheeseburger. Yeah, a she saw a beaster. She saw a picture of him as like employee of the month at just some shitty like fast yeah. food restaurant. But he's smiling in this picture, and he has not smiled once throughout the movie. So she ends up kind of outsmarting him and saying, "You know, all of your food has sucked. I am still hungry. Still I've hungry. been here for four hours and I'm sucked. starving. I'm starving. Make me a peas trigger. Yeah, and peas he, trigger. you kind of see him light up. He, yeah, I think, does excited. a really good job in yeah. that specific time because yeah. you see him that suddenly, was a nice scene. yeah, yeah, going from dull and angry. I'm ready to kill these people to like. Yeah, oh, you can see I just can a little bit of light in his eyes. He does a really good job. Yeah. And uh, she takes a couple bites and was like, can I get this to go? And he's like, you want that to go, governor? And then she's like, <laughs> he's got a British accent, I think. Uh, and she's Not like... this movie, does it? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she gets a little uh, to-go box. And, you want this um, to go, Potter? You want, you want this to go, Potter? <laughs> and she's like, I'm a, I'm a wizard, Harry! <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm never watching Harry Potter, so I won't understand any of the references. You make fun of me all you want. I don't care. So she gets a to-go box, throws a hamburger in there, and then she gets on a boat. And she, like, drifts off to sea a little bit and watches the restaurant go up into flames. Um, chomping on her cheeseburger. Chomping on her cheeseburger. And that's uh, that's kind of what we're left with. And then yeah. roll credits. Yeah. I do want to touch on, it's not even the movie specifically, but we keep seeing a meme floating around in the, the social verse of Anya Taylor-Joy in this end scene on the boat eating her cheeseburger versus the end scene in the movie Ready or Not with, I don't remember her name whatsoever, the Margot Robbie lookalike. Yeah, I don't know the her blonde name. white woman. Yeah, there's like four of them that all look exactly the same. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. Um, and she's covered in blood and they people are kind of for some reason relating these two and comparing these two end scenes to each other. I kind of disagree, guys. I don't, yeah. I, read or not, she goes through so much more shit, okay? 100%. She's literally head to toe covered in blood wearing, I think, a wedding dress. Yeah. Like, the, it's not the same. It's not the same. Both great movies, Ready or Not is better, but it's not the same. Yeah, wholeheartedly agree. I've seen the meme as well. I think I showed it to you at some point as well, not knowing that yeah. you've already seen it. Um, 
two totally different um, struggles that they have to go to. Um, yeah. Two totally different Final Girl um, rights or props or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, what would you say the movie was overall for you? I'd give it a 7 out of 10. There are things that I had gripes with, but I really liked it. Overall, I enjoyed it, and I think we could watch it again. Yeah, I'd probably put it in a 7 as well out of 10. Um, definitely something that I'd probably rewatch, you know, down the line. Nothing yeah. that I'm, like, irking to, to rewatch immediately or anything like that. Yeah. But, um... Overall, great great performances, honestly. I think that's the, the standing, you know, compliment that I have, at least. Everyone did a really great job as far as the three main leads go. Mm -hmm. um, so if you want to see, you know, um, some fancy food, people get lit on fire as some mowers, and you want to see Annie Taylor-Joy do some Annie Taylor-Joy stuff, and you want to see Lord Voldemort catch some spells or something, check out the menu, guys. Yeah. Avada Kedavra. <laughs> I'm surprised you, I, I mean, that's a, that is a, that's a Harry Potter spell. That's the only one I know. All right. It's been a blast, guys. This is Drew. This is Mesa. We are Stream Streams and Memes, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.